0: Welcome to Leo Roundtable at leoroundtable.com. My name is Chip DeBlock, and I'm your host. We're a group of law enforcement professionals to talk about law enforcement issues and the news, but we do it from a law enforcement perspective. And let me go ahead and introduce the crew to you guys, if you don't mind waiting for the video portion of our show. Um, I don't know if he's going to last for the whole show or not. He's got some technical issues, but we have attorney uh, and former federal prosecutor, Ward Mythaller, And we also have all retired this evening. We have Chief John Newman, Captain Brett Bartlett. We've got Lieutenant Randy Sutton, Corporal David DeGresta, and we have producer Will Stasser. So thanks, guys, for uh being on the show uh also we have as uh, sponsors galls guardian alliance technologies gunlearn.com my tactote.com and we are fueled by bing energy let's see we've got an update oh, kim fox is back in the news so this is on law officer.com so kim fox blasted by veteran prosecutor and resignation letter um so we're in chicago prosecutor in Illinois lashed out at Cook County State's Attorney Kim Fox in a blistering resignation letter saying that her office cares more about political narratives than crime victims. So Assistant Cook County State's Attorney Jim Murphy, he issued the office-wide correspondence saying that he cannot continue to work for an administration that he does not respect. Murphy's resignation letter came after serving in his position for 25 years. His final day was on Friday, according to Fox News, and here's a quote saying, I wish I could stay, however, I can no longer work for this administration I have zero confidence in leadership. And among a number of reasons given for his departure, he said that the Safety Act, it's a measure that requires prosecutors to present a higher burden of proof to hold accused criminals prior to trial. That's just one thing. Moreover, the prosecutor cited dangerously low staffing levels in all units and bureaus in Fox's office. In fact, it's to the point where one or two person courtrooms have become the room. According to the news outlet, he said that if this administration was truly concerned with effectively fighting violent crime, then they would fully staff those courtrooms and the units. Meanwhile, the rest of us are overworked, overstressed and under resourced, but at least we're allowed to wear jeans in July. Wow. Wow. We've got less than two minutes. Any uh, any comments tonight? If not, I will move on. But go ahead, uh, Chief John.
1: The talent that just walked out the door, twenty-five years as a prosecutor and probably one of the busiest you know districts in the country, and I mean, or with you know just a wealth of trial knowledge. You know, how to prosecute these bad guys. I mean, just it's it's so disappointing. Um, I love the article about, you know, the, the comment about at least they got to wear, you know, jeans in July, like that's supposed to be a big morale booster that really makes you you know the, the troops want to come to work for you, because you have a casual Friday for the whole month in the summer. But I just I feel bad for victims of, um, of crime in that district. That guy was probably damn good at his job. And he put bad guys in jail who victimized everyday Americans. And he had it enough of it. that he just finally said I have to walk out the door. Because he has no respect for the office, and he leaving it on his own terms. I just felt, I just felt bad that, like a you know, a frontline guy with a lot of talent just walked out the door because he couldn't put up with the progressive nonsense of that DA.
0: Thanks. All right, Captain Brett, we've got uh, about roughly fifteen seconds or so.
2: Jeans in July. Imagine the chafing.
0: Wow. All right. Yeah. Let's try not. All right, guys, uh, I've got a few seconds here before our last break, but on uh, this is Butter again on Rumble. Man dies after being shot by Dallas officer during arrest. Don't fucking move Move me, almost. I'm not moving. I'm not moving. not
2: moving. I'm not
3: moving. I'm not moving. I'm not moving. I'm not moving. I'm not moving. Give you right. him your hand. I don't Give
2: can can can
3: you your hands. I'm not moving. Give him your hand. I'm not moving. Give him your hand. I'm I'm hand. Not not I can't see. see. I can't see. I can't see. I can't see. I see. am
0: going chase you. No. I'm Give your hands. Go ahead. So Dallas police, they released the video on Friday afternoon showing the attempted arrest and fatal shooting of a man, they say, eluded police. He was selling drugs outside a convenience store. On a Wednesday night, we'll take a commercial break. We'll be right back. So, look, let's talk radio. Yes, we're nationally syndicated in the radio. It was the Boss Hog Radio Network in Florida. They gave us our big break in the terrestrial radio, which is over the airwaves. And they have uh, four AMs and, and an FM all in Florida: uh, Bushnell, Sumter County, Lakeland, Plant City, Florida; Winter Haven, Avon Park, and also in Sebring. So, thanks to the Boss Hog Radio Network for giving us our first break. And uh, WKUL—they have two FMs in Coleman, Alabama; KBAR in Burley, Idaho. Uh, we've got uh, WVMG and WMYU in Chattanooga and Ottawa, Tennessee. As KCPX and also KYAH, and they're in Moab and in Delta, Utah. And then we've got uh, amfm247.com, but they've got terrestrial radios, or, or radio stations all over the uh, the country, including Las Vegas, where Lieutenant Randy's at, Tampa, where I'm at, and the latest edition's Rock Hill, South Carolina. We're also on Three Rivers Broadcasting, Backstage Radio Network, and Central Oregon Radio. So please check out, especially the terrestrial radio stations, if you're within range of one of those. Well, welcome back to the Leo Table Show. We've got about ten minutes left in the show, and you know we're in Dallas, and we have Chief Eddie Garcia. He said that undercover officers were investigating drug complaints at about 10:20 p.m. outside the LBJ Food Mart. Uh, when when they observed a man identified as 30 year old Kyle Dale making multiple hand to hand drug deals. That sounds familiar. So Dale then leaves the store and his Nissan Versa. What the heck is a Nissan Versa? I have no idea. He's followed by undercover officers who later request a traffic stop because they see him make a traffic infraction. So he does not stop for the uh, uniform cop, eventually eludes officers, he gets away. So around 11.35 p.m., so over an hour later, they see him back at the convenience store, call for uniform officers to take him into custody for evading arrest. So we got three cops show up, they respond, enter the store, approaching from behind. And in the video, officers can be heard telling him, don't move, don't move. And he can be heard saying, I'm not moving, I'm not m- moving. And then, of course, the famous line, I can't breathe. So he uh, resists officers. He struggles. And uh, as they try to get him in custody, he pulls out a handgun. Now, this fight, you've got a lot of officers involved. You can't really see a lot of things clearly, but you can definitely see the gun when he raises it in the air in front of Officer Hoffman's face. So... Uh, dollar bad guy transitions the weapon from his right to his left hand throws the weapon to another aisle in the business and then a moment later the moment he throws his weapon we got officer Hoffman fires his duty weapon and uh our bad guy's weapon was cocked loaded with four rounds and he was a convicted felon substantial criminal history and drugs were actually found on him and inside his vehicle so that's the way that ends um it, it was a happy ending comments on this uh, on this video guys it's a uh it's an interesting fight before the guns produced. Corporal David.
4: Yeah, I mean, you, you've got a situation like that, and, and I think several of us have have been in it. Um, you come up on a guy, and guys, I got to tell you, everybody's got everybody's got to have an assignment. Everybody's got a an appendage that is theirs that they should own. Um, I've got the right hand, you got the left hand, and and we're and that's it. We're not. That's my responsibility. And the the guy on the right arm lost it. He lost control of it, and that's where the gun came out. Thankfully, the cover guy apparently in any ways, the cover guy was, was standing there when the gun came out, they all screamed gun and he, they did what they had to do. And, um, that guy went where he needed to go. So there you have it.
0: All right. Thank you, corporal. If there's nobody else, we'll move on to our next one here then. And let's see, uh, Oh, Randy, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
3: Um, I just got, uh, an alert. Three deputies in North Carolina were just shot. Um, they, uh, were uh, doing an evic- or, excuse me a, a commitment uh, involuntary commitment and this is just, literally just happened three deputies of the wayne county sheriff's office um have been shot we don't know their conditions but uh, a barricade situation is taking place now but this is this is just the latest officer shot uh, of which there are about uh four this week so far
0: wow thanks that's uh our listeners keep the uh, families and the department in your prayers then please uh, this thing is still uh still rolling we've got a active bad guy it sounds like still at the location within a barricaded situation so um it should be the other way around uh moving along I see we are on lawofficer.com. Tennessee police officer held in a Mexican jail after bringing a gun into the country you know everyone I know I know captain Brett I mean everybody's we're just scratching our heads I see John I see john chief john's got that neat capability he keeps one eyebrow in place and the other one goes up it's just amazing how he can do that you know uh he used to have the unibrow and you couldn't really tell as much but since his wife's making him shade between it's easier to see um but uh, hey i let your wife i I let her i let her let her off on how we were talking about a car earlier and i was going to say at least it wasn't lime green in color but i let her slide because all of her cars are let that that you know that lime green color but so look let's get this story it's just it's just crazy because every cop knows every every cop knows you can't do this. But so a Tennessee police officer, maybe that explains half of the story why this happened. But a Tennessee cop finds himself in a Mexican jail after Cancun authorities reportedly find a pistol in his luggage. This is on Fox News, and uh, Randy, I'm glad that you're on the show tonight instead of being on Fox News because I know you kind of bounce back and forth between the two. Um, so this guy's name is Officer uh, Lamandris Hawes. He's an officer with the Metropolitan Nashville Police Department. He's arrested at the Cancun Airport on July the 9th. His department said uh, that he declared the personally owned firearm with the airline, but Mexican law still prohibits bringing guns into the country. Ah, uh, Who would have figured that, huh? So Officer Hawes, he just graduated from the police academy. So I know what you're thinking. You're, you're going to someone listening to this is going to cut him some slack. But look, keep listening. Prior to joining the Nashville Police Department, he had more than five years of experience working with Tennessee law enforcement. Wow. Um, we've got uh, less than five minutes before the end of the show, and I've only got one more story to cover. But, uh, guys, uh, Captain Bartlett, start us off on this.
2: You know, I, I teach this stuff to civilians, and we talk about transporting the gun. And, you know, through I tell them the airline is not going to give a crap about where you're taking that gun. That's not their job. They're not going to go, sir, do you understand? Like Forrest Gump said, Mexico holds like this uh, this whole other country. They don't care. They'll let you put that gun in there and off you go. A Mexican jail? Any place other than a Mexican jail.
0: Uh, Wow. Yeah, and FLG, man, thanks for uh, supporting the show. Um, And uh, he's saying uh, thanks, all prayers for North Carolina officers down. So thank you, uh, Class Act. Um, You know, the sad thing, uh, Kath and Brett, and I know Chief John's getting ready to talk about it, but, uh, you know, they're mentioning all the other people who have been snagged bringing firearms into Mexico. Uh, uh, Chief John.
3: The point,
1: I, I just was I was in Colorado. I was in DC, I, I finally got a chance to fly this summer, went out of state three or four times. And I got to tell you something. I had to brush up on what I need to do to bring a gun. Am I allowed to catch that kind of stuff? and and brett when i got to dc i said f it i'm not bringing one just gonna run like hell right because I you don't know the regulations and that's state side so yeah you want to give the guy a little bit of a break because he only got five or six years on but he's got to be a, a special kind of a i'm not going to say stupid but it's just you know you gotta you gotta be up on that stuff i'm
2: i, I disagree john okay second grade I, hey hey little billy do you take a gun to Mexico? No teacher. Bad idea. Bad I've just pooped my pants. But that other thing, that's a whole bad idea.
0: Oh. Lieutenant, I I I, I do you have a story. You almost act like you look like you have a story to share with us that might be somewhat similar, Randy. But I am I just pulling it out of thin air. I don't know.
3: No, no, I do have a story. I was <laughs> I was in D C for police week and um uh, we had rented a um Uh, uh, Airbnb and we didn't know the area and I had my gun. I brought it with me, but it was locked in my luggage. So I just came from the airport and I'll never do this again. The minute I get out of my car or my, I get into my car, I'm going to take my gun out and put it in my belt where it belongs because I literally pulled up to the Airbnb and a guy tried to jack me within Eight seconds in Washington DC, and I had to and I had to run. I had to run for my life. I felt like such an idiot. I'm,
0: you know, I'm I'm almost surprised he didn't recognize you, Randy. I, I expect him to walk <laughs> up and he's, oh crap, you're freaking Randy Sutton, man, and back <laughs> off. You know, maybe him run the other way. I don't know.
3: That's maybe it's a, maybe it's a good thing I didn't have that gun on me because it is Washington DC. Oh. And if I and if I did shoot the guy, they they might have come after me. Who knows.
0: Yeah, As who knows of, how we use it firmly of the
3: DC real crime tour right
4: there.
0: Yeah. You know, we, we've we all heard stories about, uh, maybe not so much DC, but New York, you know, Leosa carrying under the law enforcement officer safety act, also known as HR 218, uh, that we're all familiar with, but it lets law enforcement officers, you know, they cover you when you're an active Leo, but it really becomes, in my opinion, more important when you're retired, um, you know, that you have the capability to carry it in all, in all the state. I'm sorry, captain, if I'm, if I'm keeping you awake, you know, with talking too much, but, uh, yeah so we've got a, a minute left guys i don't have enough time to get into the uh into the uh, the other video um but i was just um you know i was just thinking about how shocked i am at some of the stories when guys are taking guns in the places they shouldn't and they and they should know better you know uh i remember that uh that cop that we had that went into a federal building and he had a security it was what it was the uh it it wasn't it was a a tax office wasn't it and he and he walked in and he was uh he had a gun on him he was in uniform and then you've got a security guard that's that's trying to go ten fifteen with trying to like stop and, and and detain him and he's got a gun and the guy and the security guard pulls a gun on him remember that story that we did uh a, a few years ago I'm still getting comments on that we got fifteen seconds if is there's uh anybody that want to throw anything in David
4: well I was just gonna say and then there's the the cops that carry <laughs> unauthorized firearms in their police cars and and, and never get caught about it. It's, it's horrible. That shit just shouldn't happen. It's just terrible.
0: Well, David, you're so lucky I don't have time to get into a story about you and internal affairs showing up and you sneaking something out of your 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 vehicle. Chief John probably doesn't even know about that. Yeah, whatever. Thanks to the panel for being here, guys. A, uh, another another great show. And uh, look, our sponsors, GALS, Guardian Alliance Technologies, GunLearn.com, MyMedicare.Live.com tack-tote.com and look bang energy for fuelness that allows me to talk this fast hope everybody has a wonderful and a safe week also mbs and flg man for supporting the show thank you